Welcome to OMG Stuff. I'm Jamie. I'm Krista. And today we're talking about anxiety. Now, Krista and I have touched upon how both of us have gone to therapy, but we've never really touched upon how anxiety has affected our lives and maybe even things that can trigger us. What are some of the after effects and how we've learned to deal with it, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a good one, guys. Again, it's like, obviously, I know it's like a serious subject for a lot of us, but I think also why Jamie and I wanted to bring up anxiety now in an extra designated episode because, again, guys, as we've discussed many times, this year has brought up a lot of things for a lot of people. But also, I find that, you know, beyond guys, how mental health maybe is kind of coming more to the forefront of public kind of like awareness for everybody. It's also great. I just kind of like maybe to recognize in yourself after hearing this, maybe hearing from Jamie and I, maybe you'll recognize like, oh, maybe I. I have this or that, or just maybe if anything helps you for tip wise, or just, you know, to know you're not alone and no one is with this. Cause I know the past couple of years, I feel like especially with Jamie's help, like I for so long probably wasn't aware of certain things until, you know, if your family says it to you, it's different than like, I don't know, your doctor or like a family friend, I feel like being like, Oh, like, did you realize? I don't know. It's just some of that stuff. It can be sensitive. It's, it's a touchy, touchy topic. I feel like for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think some people don't realize that maybe they have anxiety because they don't really understand the symptoms or the signs that maybe something is kind of going off in their brains or their feelings and, and whatnot. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I was like in denial for a while. Jimmy, I guess you want to start you. So I know I feel like you've been very a open. I feel like, and also very aware of like your own experience with anxiety Yeah, for, for a little bit. I'm much more aware of my anxiety than I used to be. I think it really triggered in college because all of a sudden I became this perfectionist and I never really was a perfectionist before. I thought I was hot shit in high school for some reason, but in college, I think it was that pressure of, you know, my parents are paying for this and I'm their only kid. And also we went to a very competitive school and there was this pressure to always do well. Meanwhile, my dad was like, Hey, you know what? If you don't do well in a class, it's okay. Like my, I didn't do very well my first semester. It's okay. If you get a C in a class, it's okay. A D was passing at FID. So you know, it, my dad would tell me like, it's okay if maybe like this class just isn't for you. you. You don't do well. But I always felt like if I got below like a B minus, that was, that was not okay. Uh, and I remember being, it brought me back to when I was in AP classes in high school, I took a one AP class and I saw how academically competitive these kids were. And I just thought, who cares? This is high school. Like this isn't going to get you anywhere. But I vividly remember having probably like almost my near first panic attack in college and having the shortness of breath. I had chest pain. I felt depressed and not really knowing what that was until later on. And then once I became an adult and started working and I got work anxiety, then I really saw the symptoms even more, you know, having truly having Sunday scaries and getting anxious and nervous about going to work the next day and being getting nervous that I wasn't getting all my work done and that I wasn't going to meet deadlines because I'm a very deadline driven person. If you give me a deadline, I'm going to make sure that I follow that deadline for you. So all these little things just kind of like bubbled up, bubbled up. And that's 
basically what led me to therapy. And there were many times that I would sit at my desk at work and I had to listen to a funny podcast because I felt like I was going to cry at that moment. Or I was like, I noticed recently with working from home, if I'm having a stressful day, I hold my breath a lot. Um, and I, and I'll be like, hmm, I'm having trouble breathing. And then I'm like, oh, because I've been holding my breath for like, you know, a few seconds, you know, and then my Apple Watch is telling me to breathe because it recognizes it. Little things like that. Um, just the other, last week I had, for some reason, like a really big panic attack and my anxiety physically affects me really badly. I get really bad stomach aches. I will throw up sometimes. I got a migraine because of the vomiting and all these crazy things. Like my body just doesn't react well to it. I've learned how to do breathing exercises, but it's really hard when you're in this state of emotion and the world is crumbling. My, my therapist calls it the doom and gloom and the what ifs and everything's around you. Um, and it's hard to kind of come out of that a lot. And there are times where it's really affected me to where I will pull back. I think during this time, especially in quarantine, I've really socially pulled back from being with friends because of the anxiety of, I don't know where they've been. I don't know who they've been around. Uh, you know, New York city was a hot spot for a while. My parents are high risk and we're freaking out over the whole thing. And even just the other week, like I just, I was anxious cause I had a medical procedure I had to get and two of my friends wanted to meet up and I really just didn't want to see them because I was thinking of, thinking ahead about, you know, what if this medical procedure goes wrong and I'm going, I have to go under anesthesia and it's been a really long time since I've been under anesthesia and all these little things. So sometimes socially it really affects me and I draw back and I, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to answer your text message. I'm just in a bad mood and I just kind of really cave in on myself. And if your friends if you notice your friends are doing that, it's okay to reach out and ask if they're okay. Know that that might that may trigger their anxiety though, because now they're going to think that this, you know, people have that anxiety of what does everyone think of me? I want people to think I'm a good person and all these crazy things. And sometimes that could like, you know, start the wheels turning, but you know, it's okay to reach out to your friends and ask them if they're okay, but just know sometimes your friend might be in an anxious state and that's why they're, they're drying back. So that's how it's really affected my life. And I've learned that for me, it's really hereditary. Like both of my parents have really bad anxiety. And so then, hello, um, <laughs> came to me. So <laughs> yeah, but, um, and I feel bad for my parents because when I'm in that state and they can see that I'm like visibly not okay, it's really hard for them to kind of calm me down and, and they, you know, they don't want to see me like that. It's, I think it's almost easier when I'm alone and when I'm with someone and it happens, because when you're alone, yes, you're with your thoughts, but you don't have people telling you to breathe. You don't have people like down your throat, like telling you what to do, where when you're alone, you can put on that relaxing music. You can put on the ASMR videos. Guys, ASMR videos are so good. If you have really bad anxiety, they help me so much. And like Krista and I talk about how we're both, we both don't sleep well a lot. And my anxiety is probably like contributes to that too. Um, so, and then I'm like high functioning sometimes during the day because of it. So, yeah. I didn't know you listened to the ASMR videos. That's great. Love that. That's so good, guys. If you have really, I'm telling you, if you have anxiety, like go on YouTube, look up Gentle Whispering and as well as Whispers Red. They're two of the best and their videos are so calming 
and relaxing. And there's also just a lot of meditation videos on online that that help me besides the techniques I've learned from my therapist. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Jamie. No, I love, Jamie, how you ended it because it literally like leads, I feel like, into my situation <laughs> um, or how I yeah. feel like anxiety, I feel like that's how it contributes to me again. Jamie and I, again, guys, I feel like we have a lot of similarities, but also differences. And we've been such close friends for a long time now. Jamie, again, I feel like is part of the reason why I feel like I've maybe either came to partial or have come to partially accept that I have anxiety. Because I know I feel like Jamie has been so strong and like has been so kind of like, okay, I have anxiety. That's fine. Like it's so normal guys. But yeah, I feel like again, for so long, it's just kind of been, I, for some reason saw it as a weakness as in like, oh, Anxiety because, um, like I mentioned too, I have some family members, guys, and close to my family who suffer from extreme anxiety. I know my mom and my grandmother actually. So again, trickles down the female line straight from who gave birth to who gave birth to me. You know what I mean? So it's just, again, guys, a lot of that develops again, like how not to get too much into it. But again, guys, the health of a female when they especially are pregnant, you guys, all of that, especially because, again, 80% of our immune system is located in our gut. Literally, you produce a baby right in that area. You know what I mean? If you're a female and you choose to have kids, the fact that a lot of, you know, either your personal concerns or, again, fears and just, you know, wants and needs and concerns, all those things, guys, kind of bundle up into a ball of stress, which is, I think, kind of very just like anxiety kind of, you know, I guess simplified and that I know for sure affects me. Uh, like Jamie said about high functioning, I actually, I feel like never really thought I had high functioning anxiety, but I definitely do. Um, until actually a couple of years ago, maybe years ago even, um, one of my other friends um, happened to have switched careers and decided to kind of get into therapy and stuff and had mentioned publicly on social about her experience of high-functioning anxiety. And I think from like the symptoms she mentioned, Jamie, just in general, I was like, wow, is that what it's called? Because I thought I was just a very like, you know, high-functioning individual. But I guess it's considered high-functioning anxiety because when I don't have a lot going on, I feel very unfulfilled and unsatisfied with myself as a human, which is bad because guys, again, I'm working on it in my own therapy, but your self-worth should never be connected to productivity. But a lot of times, I don't know if it's just Jamie or generation, maybe it's more prevalent into with the era of social media and stuff, guys, too, with the fact that again, um, unlike Jamie, guys, like, yes, I had Facebook in college, but I had a Blackberry and I didn't honestly join Instagram until after graduating from FIT. So, and that actually was like late considering it was like starting when we were early in college, but that was my own choice because I knew not maybe anxiety, just kind of more so like I was already so mentally spent and overwhelmed and fulfilled. My schedule was so packed. I was like, okay, I can't have one more distraction because I know how I am. So again, guys, I think a lot of it too, beyond recognizing what kind of anxiety you have or if you have anxiety kind of thing, again, Jane mentioned having certain things that work for you. I know for me, again, everyone's different, but I think in conjunction with the high function anxiety, I happen to de-stress by working out, which is still productive. And my therapist, a lot of times they've asked like, what do you do that's not productive? You know, that's kind of like a hard thing for me to A, understand, but also think almost like allow myself permission to do sometimes. Um, I think also with a lot of that comes, I had a very busy schedule when I spent my time in New York City for seven years, when I came home to Vermont, beyond there's like so many things more beyond surface level that changed in my life when that happened and the fact that I think a lot of that too is just understanding how your life routine can be whatever it is we all had different life schedules guys and things that we know 
fulfill us best, you know, and make our mind and body feel okay. And Jamie mentioned sleep um, too. So for me, I know guys, maybe I guess in regards to anxiety, Jamie, apparently I've never been a good sleeper. Meaning, I mean, I've, it's always been hard for me to fall asleep at night. Once I'm sleeping, I stay asleep. I don't wake up. I'm not like a middle of the night bathroom person. <laughs> like once I'm down for the count, I am like down for the count. But um, I used to, not so much in college, maybe I feel like a little bit after, but I used to, uh, my dad will say, burn the candle at both ends. I used to, you know, have such a full day of whatever I'd schedule for myself, either half I did to myself, but also just like the nature of when Jamie and I are busy in college, you know, you want to try to do things with your friends, you want to have class, you want to be able to try to get a job, intern, all these things. So I know I always felt like I was never able to keep up in myself, but I knew if I kept doing more, it's almost like for me guys with, I guess my anxiety, I'm almost so afraid to like sit with it and feel I don't know if anxiety has other personal stuff that I'm working on, but um, I just feel like I have such a mentality where I mean, it's not like a panic attack, but it's almost like I am afraid to like sit and like feel everything because I don't know what's going to happen. Not like anything's going to happen, but you know, it's kind of like a lot of overwhelming, like, <gasps> I don't know. That's why I know for the longest time, way back in the day, actually, my pediatrician used to recommend because I had trouble falling asleep at night because all my thoughts would come to my brain. I feel like I'd overthink things more than I already do because I'm usually in motion, <laughs> people that know me. And when I sit still, that's when I find that a lot of, you know, overactive thoughts, overthinking, questioning stuff, second-guessing myself. It's been a really bad problem for a long time. That's why I know, thankfully, that for me specifically, when I teach fitness as like my job right now, I feel like I can get out of my head and just kind of be so present for my clients, and that's the best thing for me. A, it makes them feel good, and I feel the best because I am someone who, if I have to just focus on myself, I go a little bananas. So we all have our own things, but I know with the sleep anxiety thing, Jamie, uh, I've used some of the apps, you guys, um, Calm app, actually in Headspace. I think Jamie and I you may have mentioned before on the pod, guys, but I've used that a lot at night a few times, um, especially after my surgery when for a while I was just constantly tired, but then also after a bit, just like my wake sleep schedule was so kebobbled from being out of the hospital and stuff for three weeks after post-op when I was trying to figure out what my life meant again. <laughs> so um, I used to, my doctor said a while ago, again, I used to write down, guys, any things on my, any thoughts on my mind before I go to bed to kind of help, almost like doing a brain dump, you know, like a brain paper dump kind of like. Yeah. Well, that's a good technique though. I kind of like that. I feel like I start doing it again because. I feel like some people do that like every night. Yeah. But I feel like it's just like, I feel like we don't talk about that enough. Like someone the other day mentioned about brain dump and I love that term, brain dump. It just like sounds not like poop, but it just sounds you know, like a fun kind of like, like a just kind of like spit it out, whatever it is, guys, because. Again, I think that's also key, Jamie. Maybe the anxiety thing too is part of it, guys, that we all do to ourselves, right? Is like we convince ourselves that, you know, again, maybe this person doesn't like me because of this or this person doesn't want to talk to me or see me. And oh my gosh, I think if we have, I think if someone hasn't experienced that, like please raise your hand and let me know. Because I think in general, you know, whether that comes to a dating situation or a friendship situation, 100% in all those ways. And I think family members regard, you know, family members, I think included, you know, when it comes to, you know, Jamie has close cousins, I have close cousins too. And it's like, all that kind of interaction, guys, whether they're nearby where you can see them or not because of the pandemic and stuff, even still, the hard part, guys, is like none of us are mind readers. I think that's what also kind of contributes to anxiety. None of us ever know what someone else is thinking. Maybe we think we know. Kind of, you know, I mean, Jane, you know each other well enough now. It's like yeah. kind of like age, kind of reading people. But even still, guys, like we all have so many things going up here above the shoulders that like no one even – I just again, like they don't, they don't teach us in school, Jamie, to think – to be aware of like our thoughts. Yeah. I wanted to say you brought up a really good point about um, you kind of described how your anxiety, how you 
get rid of your anxiety by moving. And I think that's a really good point to bring up because people deal with their anxieties differently. And I think you and I are very opposite where you like to move and work out, which is a fantastic way to relax and it helps with your endorphins and everything. But my way of dealing with my anxiety is I like to do nothing. Like I like to be a blob. I like to sit in bed and just watch Netflix. Like I almost have to shut my, my, my brain off instead of like moving, like sometimes the moving and working out will kind of heighten that versus if I'm just like sitting in bed, watching a movie, like I'm really, I'm truly relaxing myself. And, and I think that's, it's interesting how people truly deal with things. And some people take medication to deal with the anxiety. Like everyone deals with it so differently. And I think, do you love that you mentioned that? Because A, that's so true about us. But also, guys, you have people in general. It's like, you know, to make it probably free, like you said, some people, guys, with their anxiety, it can be worse by doing something. For some people, like, I know for me, again, if I do nothing, it makes it worse when it's like, then I feel like everything's kind of just like more shaking in my head. And again, I'm not saying, you know, I already have an avoidant personality when it comes to certain things. <laughs> not everything, but I know like kind of avoiding maybe like subjects, people, it depends. I just, I don't want people to be upset with me. I'm, it's from, it's from my upbringing, whatever, um, you know, not feeling good enough, self-worth, all that we're working on and stuff. But Jimmy, it's true with how, again, guys, as long as you figure out kind of maybe again, if there's a time that if your anxiety maybe hits at a certain time, right, during the day, or maybe like Jimmy says too, if you recognize it maybe while you're doing work or while you're in the middle of something stressful for your day or when you're with people or alone, just, I guess, be aware of, again, what you know suits you best, right? Like I know some people, you know, when they're in a crowd of people, and this is, again, pre-COVID, right? Like, not even – this is, like, a whole other level now, I guess. But if people are around a lot of people, do you mean, like, I think that's happened to you in the past, right? Like, sometimes in social settings, people kind of, just like, want to get away. And that's, like, just – as long as you guys identify that for yourself. Because, again, I, I don't ever experience that, but I know, like, Jamie and several others, of course, have that situation, and it's important for them to kind of do what is best for them at that point. Yeah, I call it being socially overwhelmed. I like that. Yeah. I, I think I heard the term somewhere from someone that that's what it's called. Like when you're like, like you can be socially overwhelmed at times and it's hard. I think it's hard for my, my mom to see that because my mom is such a social butterfly and here I am and I like to kind of be by myself doing things by myself. But again, I'm also, I'm an only child. Like I'm used to just getting shit done when I want to get my shit done. And I, I'm used to just like not having to worry about other people and things like I just go. Um, but yeah, I definitely get socially overwhelmed, especially if I'm at a place where like if I'm at, let's say a wedding and maybe I don't really know a lot of people there, um, or maybe I'm not really, I know the people, but I'm not really friendly with them that like that gives me some anxiety. Definitely for sure. Uh, you know, dating gave me a lot of anxiety. Um, the other thing I think that gave me more anxiety or didn't help was that sometimes with my anxiety, I overeat. And I gained a lot of weight because I started getting work anxiety again. I wasn't really happy where I was. And then I gained 20 pounds and then I had to lose the 20, like all, like all those things, like that doesn't help either. Um, but that's another way some people deal with their anxiety is they eat junk food. And that's, that's definitely one way I've done it. Or sometimes they don't eat it at all. <laughs> sometimes you're so anxious, like you can't. I think been, been at both ends. <laughs> oh, but true, Jimmy. But I love that you brought that up, Jimmy, too. I think, guys, it's just the fact that, again, I don't think, Jimmy, any of us maybe even fully understand, like, the wide scope of, you know, almost like kind of what the role anxiety can play for anyone, you know. It almost can be in disguise and people's lives. And, again, come into play when it's like, you know, how they take care of themselves with food, how they take care of themselves with movement, how they take care of, you know, like, their relationships with themselves, with friends, with loved ones, you know, dating and all that. Like, 
it's, I think that's just as crazy how, again, I feel like I never was aware of any of this until, I think, Jimmy, honestly, I feel like I wasn't maybe aware even of the term of anxiety kind of stuff and the concept until more so into college. Is that crazy? Did you feel like you felt it kind of before or you were like aware of it around you? I think I was more aware of in college because my roommate had Mm. anxiety and depression and like was very like, like very outright about it. Well, good for her. Yeah. The key to, yes, I guess as long as they be kind of like, you know, you know, again, again, guys, like part of health, but also part of life, you know, what works for you, like Jamie and I were saying examples of just our situations. Again, guys, what works for you may not work for someone else. You know, again, with the coping strategies and also again, like, hey, it's like everyone does what they got to do. But again, like I, again, I'm not a drinker or a smoker. I don't do drugs. Like I don't, I've never used that as a vice, but everyone has their own advice. And Jamie said too, again, some people it can be food. Some people it can be sex addiction. Some people it can be, you know, like, um, beyond drugs. It can be, you know, other kind of like almost like a, I don't even know. There's like so many, you know, gambling, other kind of feel like cigarettes. That's a good one. Yeah. That too. Like, yeah, it's like, a, I think Jamie, the key is like, that is just so crazy guys. Again, with the overwhelmment Jamie, you mentioned, and how I think in general, guys, we're in a very simulated, like, society. And I feel like we have been for a while, but, of course, I feel like it's gotten increasingly so over the past couple of years. And the fact that it's almost like, again, when maybe you have such a, you know, so much simulation around you and you go away from it, I think to me it's also why I experienced a lot of, I don't know if there's anxiety or just kind of, again, okay, what my doctor said, like, life transitional anxiety kind of thing where, you know, again, you go from New York City, guys, and you go to suburban Vermont. Let me tell you. If you don't question what the hell you're doing every day, like you should be only because it's a big shift and like it's normal, I think not saying you should be confused, but I think for anyone guys to, you know, if you live, you know, if you live with your family somewhere and go elsewhere, or, you know, if you're from a suburban area and you go rural, like any kind of shift you do, like I think all those environmental factors play a big role too. I mean, people's anxiety and just again with mental health, you guys, because again, everyone needs like different you know, spaces I know. So I also, Jamie and I both guys used to live alone. Jamie currently lives alone. I used to live alone. And like, I think that's true too, Jamie. I'm not sure if that contributes to anxiety, but I know I always had a lot of kind of more stress and like maybe anxiety, I guess, too, from roommates. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I had a lot of anxiety from my roommates my sophomore year of college, definitely, versus like the other years. I mean, I had, I had anxiety in general with roommates because I had never, I never shared a room before when I went to college. That Let's, was new. Yeah. Hey, well, I never shared a room. My sister and I have always had our own rooms. Thankfully, I'm lucky enough. Like, we never did the bunk bed thing. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Especially being the only child, Jamie. That's true. Yeah. I've never had to really share. I've never been a good sharer. I'll admit <laughs> that. Never been a good sharer. And in preschool, I was not good at cleaning up my messes. I always wanted someone else to clean them up for me. Maybe. But you... <laughs> Be honest. My mom was like, yeah, they, uh, they wrote that on your little report card. You were not very good at cleanup time. Wait for that. Dude, Barney's on clean up, clean up. I know. <laughs> I swear I clean my apartment. I clean my apartment at multiple times a week. <laughs> so You don't live in a pig pen, dude. Like your place is totally not like. I know. Pig. I do the bathroom one day. The floor is another day. The kitchen another day. One, at a, one little area at a time. I think Jimmy actually, no, I'm glad that actually it's like we joked about it, how it came into the conversation. But honestly, I mean, I'm super clean freak. And also, I guess like I'm very OCD guys in certain ways about my own personal hygiene, about kind of like my own sanitation. And I mean, I don't think that's been accelerated personally for me during the virus. I mean, obviously, you know, like I've always been a very kind of like I overwash my hands. I'm a very like, okay, like kind of person systematic and like things to be in order, Capricorn rising, whatnot. But the fact that um, I know for me, it's like by having a, a clean room slash, you know, I know being at home is kind of increased some anxiety for me when I used to be able to control my whole space. You know, like I could, okay, 
organize the kitchen the way I wanted to in the bathroom and living room, whatever. The fact that now, of course, being back at home and I have been for three years now, about three years-ish now, um, the fact that it's just so different because, again, guys, the lack of control, like, you know, you and I both like to have control and stuff of things. I think that kind of is a key thing, too. Like, that bothers me when out of, you know, something's out of your control. Like, it's very concerning, I know, for me. Yeah, like, it, I've had... Yeah, I've lived in my apartment for five years and there have been things out of my control. Like I had a leak in my apartment and, you know, I had to, you know, keep going down to maintenance and asking them when they'd fix it. And, you know, that's a whole process because they have to shut the water off and it's, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, they fix leaks all the time in the building, but still, you know, I'm one out of how many, you know, hundred residents in the building, uh, little things like that. Or I, you know, even at work, like you're waiting on someone else to do something for you and it's out of your control. Like you've done your part, you're just kind of waiting for them. And even though you're like, I want to do this now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was like going to say, Krista, I noticed when you would stay at my apartment, and I don't know if this like relates to your high function anxiety, but I would always notice before you would leave my apartment in the morning, you'd be kind of like on your phone, like talking to yourself, like almost like you were going through your day. And that was something I noticed. And I was like, Huh, I've never seen her do that before. Wait, really? Before like, I was like running off to surf set and then 305 kind of things separate with her, like whatever I was meeting up with people and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. I mean, A, that's so funny and ew, personal quirk because I'm weirdo, but <laughs> guys, self-talk is a sign of intelligence, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, it really is. Um, Jimmy, I mean, I don't, I mean, I think A, I've always talked to myself a bit, not like not, not like I'm like, yeah, you got the, it's just like, I mean, I know for me, Hey, Jimmy, I've always been a big schedule calendar thing. I think that also came into play when, you know, I think being, Jimmy, in the city, I mean, hello, even after college, you, in my apartment, Astoria, I had a wall calendar, like a big size, guys, like a big kind of like Staples calendar. So it was like, okay, so I had like big blocks. That was more to me like a social calendar, you know. Maybe I had like friend plans, people plans, or I had like surf set stuff going on or fitness kind of things, okay. And then on my phone, I had like, you know, all of that. Plus, I'd have like maybe more current things to keep track of when I'm like on the go. Plus, I also had, like, written down post-it notes in my room. I don't know. Like, again, I'm a super organized person, but also, like, if I don't have all – that was, like, my pre-stroke brain. Even though I'm very organized, if I don't have things written down a lot, I just feel it kind of covers my ass so I don't feel like, oh, my God, what did I forget? Because, like, I don't know. Jimmy, maybe I guess that's part of high-functioning anxiety or just anxiety or just my own human situation, but I – like it traumatizes me to like forget something. You know what I mean? And not and not like maybe not like that level of trauma. Maybe that's a little too intense of the word. I'm sorry, but I feel like you know it kind of like sets me into like kind of like tension mode if I forget something. And meaning more so maybe like an important you know maybe I had this plan with a friend because I never I never forget those things, Jamie. But you and I know like Jamie, thank you. You've like dealt with me with a lot of kind of like slips I've had since my surgery and being home. Like my schedule has not been the way it makes sense every week, which drives me crazy. I have to have like a set schedule and it changes. And I've had kind of like a flubber schedule for the last three years and it's kind of hard to deal with that. But yeah, I, I, don't know, I like structure. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think that too, Jamie is like, right. We all have like, we all set up whatever we can control the very little we can control. It's like, I like to kind of structure it to, I know, okay, the more I know in advance to kind of like just make me feel more prepared. And also like, I think maybe it was part of just being drilled so much at FIT and also interning like, especially in magazines, like interning, like always be prepared for like unexpected kind of thing. I just like, I don't know, so much stuff came up when interning that you couldn't plan for, which is fine, but it's like overwhelming. You know what I mean? When there's so much you can't expect and you're just like, oh wait, like what? Like what? Like, I don't know. It sends my brain in a tizzy. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that people don't like change. That's definitely an anxiety trigger for sure. And yeah. I'm sure this whole working from home is 
triggered a lot of people because there's no structure to it. But here's the nice thing about working at home. Since we mentioned like, you know, if, when you, re- if you realize maybe you're getting anxious while you're working. Yeah. The reason about working from home is that one, most companies have blocks of time where there's no meetings. It's specifically like a break time. It's more so for parents. I would say at least at my company it is. And then two, if you do feel yourself getting anxious and you can, you actually can step away from the computer. Like maybe you would, if you're at work, maybe it's getting close to lunchtime. You take your lunch a little earlier. And then later in the day, you could take, you know, maybe you should take coffee breaks. You take your coffee break. But there are times when like I've gotten, I get on my computer a little earlier than some people. And if I feel like I really need a break, like I'll go up to my room I'll sit for like a few minutes, maybe read a book, maybe watch a few YouTube videos, and then I go back downstairs and I've kind of just had had that like relaxing time uh, to myself and I feel like I'm ready to go back and do my work and, and plug in and do what needs to be done. Um, but that's kind of the nice thing about working from home is you actually can step away if you need that time. So... To me, I like that though. I think that's the key too, guys. Like knowing what works best for you, Jimmy. Like especially if, if you know, like if that works best for your mind throughout the day. Especially guys, I know for all of our for to prevent eye strain, of course, beyond blue light blocking glasses, there's only so much you can do to like you know keep your brain and eyes from like going bananas looking at a screen all the whole time and stuff. I mean, that's what happened to me yesterday. I guess I can bring it up here. Um, Jamie, guys, beyond being a phenomenal best friend, but the fact that yesterday I got a new phone, guys. Long story short, had a lot of weird tech things whatever I was under, I had like four different accounts under my Instagram. I was under the wrong one and I did a bunch of things. It didn't hurt anybody. It's all good. It's kind of funny now, but my phone was being super weird where so many things weren't connected quite yet. And so I was like, wait, wait, wait. Anyways, guys, after kind of like after going through the process of a new phone, the way it was, cause I had like a new, I changed carriers, I guess my family, whatever. Um, my brain was super run down. And for me guys, which it is now is unfortunately it's like post strokes my brain gets like very fatigued very fast. So even though I know from my, not previous life, but kind of my pre-surgery life, I know how I used to be, you know, do all things on the computer and and your, you know, phone, maybe a little tired guys, but no, like I had a very bad headache and I was very tired. I was just like, oh my God, okay. I need to stop trying to like figure out this thing. (laughs) And even though guys, again, it's simple, it's technology, whatever, we're all going to have like battles with it different times every day. It's like, when it's a lot, I was just like, fuck, okay, excuse my French, but I was like, you know, let's put this down, let's go for a bike ride, let's figure things out. I mean, again, or just also I needed to eat lunch, too, because I was, like, sitting down too long trying to figure out things. I was like, okay, it's time to eat. But I feel you. I feel like I don't eat lunch on the weekends. <laughs> I eat breakfast and dinner, and then I, like, snack in between. Yeah, but again, like, I mean, again, guys, I told you That's again. That's a lot. Hey, yeah, Jane, but also told you again, nothing's wrong you again, like I told you, if it works for your body and your appetite again, like as long as you're still hydrating, some people again, like it works better for them to have more small meals and two larger, I mean, again, it's what works for you, even though guys, again, like you're supposed to all eat three meals a day, again, health coach or whatnot, I usually make sure I don't skip breakfast, but and, like today when I taught, obviously, I didn't have like, I usually have like something prepped before class, I didn't, but also I woke up and I wasn't super hungry, so as long as I make sure I get some hydration in, I get my vitamins in, I get my like collagen bites in, my immunity bites, whatever kind of little gummies and stuff for nutrition, and then I feel like kind of ready to go, and I refuel afterwards, but again, guys, like Jamie said too, it's like, food guys also, it's a key thing, <laughs> beyond just the fact that obviously we're all fueled literally by food and water, but Again, guys, just crazy how, especially I think with technology, Jamie, right now too, how if maybe guys you get stuck doing one thing, 
don't be afraid to be like, wait, pause, have some water, walk away from your computer. I love, Jamie, what you mentioned, like taking a pause to like go to a different room even too. If you can, guys, if you have the do you have the space, depending on where you're currently like operating from on a daily basis, walk outside or walk into a different room. You know what I mean? I think it's just it's yeah. a good it's good for the brain. If you, you know? if you're like me and you live in a studio, um, the way my studio is set up is I have these doors where people used to have a Murphy bed, essentially. I don't have a Murphy bed, but I use one of the doors to kind of separate my bed from my desk area. And I'll keep that door, like I'll keep that separation the whole day so that if I feel like I need to just like sit on my bed and maybe lay down, I'll do that. But also if you just need to like walk around the block, like sometimes if I, if I really need to get out of the building, I'll just go and walk around the block, even though that's a short amount of time, you know, that's totally fine to do. Maybe I don't need coffee or anything. I just need to get out, get fresh air. Um, but if you live in a small apartment and you don't have multiple rooms, you know, maybe think about getting some sort of divider or even like a cool bookshelf that you could use to maybe separate your, what's now your office space from where you sleep and relax and things like that. So I think that's true, Jamie, too, like that. Especially if you work from home, guys. I think that's very key. Especially, man, like for you, like, again, guys, if you're in a small space, maybe you sleep where you work, like try to have some sort of different differentiation. I feel like, Jamie, you know how you said you kind of like set up your kind of like mini office area so you kind of feel like it's not the same as your bed. So it's not like your brain is like, okay, time to go to bed mode. Do you know what I mean? Right. Especially, guys, when it becomes we're all operating in a blurred situation now depending on your status. You know what I mean? How we're kind of all existing in the same kind of space for all activities it can definitely, I think, mess up our minds more than we realize the same way daylight does when it comes to winter. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's a good – that's definitely a good point. Yeah. And also, fun fact, on the newer phone, Jamie, they have some cool, like, different lighting options that I'm super pumped about. It's like a blue whatever kind of thing. Oh, that's fun. I don't have that on my phone. I'm sorry. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe I'll talk about it on the phase maybe. But, yeah, I don't – I'm still trying to navigate it. But it's some sort of cool adjustment. So, again, guys, like Jamie and I are saying, guys, if hopefully maybe apps could help your anxiety or if maybe, again, just kind of figure out, again, if you know yourself best, what maybe, like, maybe have one to two, maybe I'd say strategies on hand of kind of like, hey, when you know you're, like, any either personal time or whatnot, maybe, you know, like, Jamie, you want your own time or, like, me, you kind of need to be busier. Maybe just kind of have some, you know, options for yourself that way. I think that'll kind of maybe alleviate the kind of stress when you kind of maybe if it hits you that hits you out of nowhere because sometimes like Jamie said too it can happen guys maybe you know more so amplified at night or personal time or just whatever and it's like it's very extreme anxiety whatever have something that can help kind of help you feel better again whether that's being with people away from people talking to a friend you know if you have a therapist to talk to whatever like it's just great guys to kind of have that set up for yourself to be kind of like the toolbox, I feel like almost, even though it sounds kind of crazy. It's like, it's goofy, but honestly, it's just, it's helpful because again, there's so many things, guys, in life that are continuing to get more challenging, I feel like, especially this year <laughs> for everybody to see what happens, you know, next um, with life and government and all that jazz. And of course, you know, I think with the virus, you know, how it's so TBD for everybody and how, especially with the end not being in sight and the fact that it's very questionable about if it could kind of resurge in the new winter instead of kind of continuing to simmer down. I know, of course, that creates different anxieties for a lot of people as well for right now. Yeah. I think it's a good note to end on, Krista. Oh. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Good. That was, that's a good, like, summary, summarization. Dude, my brain is so on today. I'm just like, let's go. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Because <laughs> it's internally tired, so it's, like, working good on the outside. I'm just yeah, kidding. I'm surprised I'm not tired. I, guys, I talk about the, the, no, the not sleeping thing this weekend. I got up at, like, both times at like 5 a.m. And then I went back to sleepish. 
And then this morning I got up or a little early-ish because it, it was the Grand Prix, but I didn't even have an alarm set. And I was like, it's 6.45. Why am I awake on a Sunday morning? What is this? And I went to sleep at like one Dude, were morning. you straight from like 6.45 till class? Or did you like sleep a little bit kind of rest between? No, I was like up, up. Oh, Jamie. But, okay. No, it's like, well, yeah, I think that's just a key. It's like, you know, I mean, I know you guys hear us on Tuesdays when episodes come out. Jamie and I record it on Sunday if we're allowed to share that spoiler. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But um, again, guys, you know, like, I think Sunday's kind of, again, people, you know, Jamie said Sunday scaries earlier. I think, guys, Sunday, I look at it as a great way to kind of, like, I, you know, kind of back when things were pre-whatever life, I would socialize on Saturdays, and I would have, like, solo time on Sundays. No joke. And, like, <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. Yep, same thing. Again, guys, you do what you want to do, but I know, you know, Jimmy, obviously, you know, I've hung out people before on Sunday, but, again, guys, most people, it's kind of like a nice kind of, you know what? You schedule a date with yourself for Sundays. So either, you know, you do your workout, maybe, you know, you talk to your friend, whatever you want to do, kind of like as your kind of, you know, release of stress and you kind of prepare your brunch. Yeah. So you prepare your week kind of, you know, kind of organize yourself. So you kind of feel a, maybe less stress, like less anxious about what's to come for again, a new Monday to Friday situation. Yeah. It's always good on Sundays, but yeah. Okay. So that was like a last little extra, extra note. Okay. <laughs> do you want to talk about your favorites first? Oh, I'm going to go first this time? Okay. Okay. Guys. So I know guys, thank you. I hope you were looking at our favorites because Jamie and I guys, there's like, Probably 20 links last week, so please enjoy it. Please. Oh click. my gosh, sorry guys. We had so many things. But you know, Jamie, I think guys, we're just so informative and helpful. We can't help it. We're just like sharing all the love. And guys, there's, there's some fun promo stuff coming up, so get ready. Like, not like through us, but you know, Jamie and I also send, like, you know, there could be guys some fun tips of like, this is on sale now or whatever. Like, you know, check it out. We talk about it. Top of, top of note, top of mind. Okay, my faves this week, Jamie. Okay, guys, a few different funky things this week. First of all, my new favorite beverage. I know I love to, like, pop in the Bev situation. Um, I've mentioned Jamie before, guys, but there is a really cool company brand called Rowdy Mermaid. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. It's based out of um, it's based out of Boulder, Colorado, actually, so so fun. I thought it was, like, a Seattle kind of brand, but it's actually based – it's West Coasty, but still, it's based out of Colorado. And they have kombucha, guys. It's, like, a can, skinny can kind of kombucha. It's kind of like a like a – not like a Red Bull size, but kind of like, I mean, I don't do Red Bull, but I feel like packaging is kind of prominent in everyone's brain. It's kind of like a tall, skinny can like that. Um, it's great kombucha, guys. And what I love about it is they have really fun flavors. And again, I was talking to some friends the other night. I like kombucha that's very much less acidic-y than most. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do too much of the acid, strong, kind of sour, vinegary vibe. So I to have it more softer and hopefully more delicious to me than kind of sour. So Rowdy Mermaid, their kombucha guys flavor that I lovingly right now is called Lion's Root. I know it sounds like woo-woo and crunchy, but it's cool. So it's called Lion's Root Kombucha. Again, Rowdy Mermaid guys in the flavors is basically it's like it's turmeric, it's pineapple, and lion's mane. Lion's mane guys is adaptogenic um, mushroom actually that helps your body adapt to stress. So it's great to kind of like calm the mind body and just like neutralize yourself from the inside out. And it also is kind of like called clarity. So it tastes basically like a pineapple sparkling drink, guys. And it's so good. And it's great also, again, like post-workout to use for your body. I'm going to have one after this after this podcast episode today because I'm very excited about it and I love it. And um, again, they have a cool brand, guys. Like I said, check them out. Rowdy Mermaid Kombucha. I've Why been is like, it called Lion's Mane? It's, it's an ingredient. Because, Jamie, Lion's Mane, for whatever reason, is the name of the mushroom. It's like an adaptogenic mushroom like found oh. in the – I know that I sounds was like a nickname for something. Interesting. Oh my god! Someone, someone's like code name on the street, like Lion's Mane. No, I'm a Leo, so I drink Lion's. I've seen it before, like advertised and and things. I just never really knew what it exactly was. Okay. Maybe like more sigmatic stuff too. Basically, guys, there's a lot of different like reishis, a kind of mushroom. Again, guys, not the kind of mushrooms we all think about. It's not like drug mushrooms. It's adaptogenic mushroom. 
adaptogenics guys basically help your body adapt situations, whether it being like decreased stress, adjust to hormones, etc. Like a lot of these different things. So that's why um, lion's mane is just type of mushroom. And you look at it, if you Google lion's mane, it's not like a lion's mane. <laughs> like hair is purely kind of like a type of mushroom. And again, guys, there's no weird flavor to it. Like I said, it's like a sparkling pineapple drink. The lion's root flavor is what it's called. Like I said, they have a lot of other fun flavors too. with like fun, like fruity stuff too and like peach and all these things. But I was like, okay, let me try this one because I wanted the turmeric also for like post-workout. It's great for anti-inflammation. So love it. And then also my other fave this week, guys, is uh, kind of hot to me, popular one actually from um, Thrive Market. Maybe we mentioned before, guys, but we've talked to me, I think, a little bit before about Hue Chocolate, you guys, because um, you can get it. I think to me, maybe I heard I discussed it, guys. You can get it in the city. I think if they're open now, I'm not sure, but online. Oh, guys- they closed. Okay. Go. Who Kitchen. Who Kitchen. Um, they closed their cafe because their manufacturing business has been doing so well. Oh, no. So, but. But it's great because you can buy them at Whole Foods. You can buy them online. You can get you can get now get their stuff everywhere. You just can't get like ready to made meals from them anymore. Oh, that's fine. It's a bummer for those that were local. I never went to the kitchen a lot, but I went there once with like an old an old boss for like a meeting. Anyways, but because again, yes, they offer huge kitchen, huge chocolate guys. If you don't have a Whole Foods near you, like I don't, on Thrive Market, guys. Um, to me, the flavor I want to mention is a big like hot favorite of mine this week. It's the almond butter and puff quinoa dark chocolate. It's so good. Again, guys, it's not weird. It tastes like a crunch bar, like a healthy crunch bar with a puff quinoa. You know what I mean? Chocolates are so good. It's some of the best chocolate I've ever had. You guys, it's like, you know what it is also, guys? It's that happy piece of like, ah, like after you eat a meal, again, everyone has their own thing, guys. Again, I'm about, you know, Again, balance. You know what I mean? Again, like I like my dessert too, but like let's make sure we also get our nutrients in kind of thing. I love to kind of like, you know, after I have a great meal, if I'm still hungry, Jamie will do like a square or two, kind of like a small part of the chocolate guys. And it's just, it's so yummy. You know what I mean? Like maybe you have like four pieces, whatever. You don't count. Just, you know, you do listen to what your body is if you're hungry or not. It's like the good mental check-in with that. But huge chocolate guys, almond butter and puff quinoa. Like I said, dark chocolate is amazing. And then guys also, Jamie, what I actually, I brought a demonstration for you. No one else can see it. I know, but... (laughs) <laughs> exciting Jamie this is my new plant I told you that I got oh my god <laughs> Jamie it goes in my bathroom I love the planter that it's in guys basically okay it's called a snake plant Jamie these release oxygen at night when you sleep so I have it in the bathroom it keeps the air so fresh especially when oh. people you guys, this time of year, we need healthy oxygen. Like, Jamie, kind of like, what's it called, guys? Like a humidifier. You know what I mean? Or air purifier in the room. It's literally, snake plants emit oxygen at, at night only. So, fun fact. I have it in my bathroom, Jamie. So, it's actually, the good thing, guys, the very low-maintenance plant. Again, I'm not like Crunchy Gardener 101, but like I love my little house plants. This one, Jamie, like they do well in humidity. It faces the sun in the window, like in the bathroom on the floor. So fun. It's like mermaid kind of silver <laughs> vase. And um, snake plants also, guys, they don't need a lot of water. They kind of need water like maybe once every two weeks, but like very minimal. So I'm very happy about it. And it's like I go to the bathroom and I look at it and smile. I know it's weird, but like, you know, you need something to laugh about when you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> so <laughs> I love doing my snake plant. And that's my, my new faves that I got recently. So yes, guys, I know you can't see it, but Google snake plant. They're kind of like, it's like a weird like seaweed looking thing, but it's like, it's really nice and it's very soft. Did you get it from the sill? No, do we not? Because that one, that one, I only, I only purchased, I think, through them. Um, a for a T-shirt for me, or like for a friend's thirtieth birthday before. But no, it's super expensive there. I got it to me in person from um, Gardner Supply in Williston, Vermont. Nice. They're great guys. They have a really good greenhouse. That's where I got Jimmy all my other plants for my window. Nice. They're there. I like. I haven't. I, I have to be careful when I go there. I kind of like get into like a plant space. I'm like, oh, so pretty. Like, I don't want to live in a garden, but like, they're so nice to like look. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, 
It's fun also, guys. I'm sorry. I get so excited about picking out the planter for the pot. Planter for the pot. Like, it's an accessory, Jamie. It's so fun. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I picked out my own pot, and it's so fun. So, yes. And my last little fave, Jamie, today, another actually Thrive Market one, guys. I don't think I've ever mentioned this before. A tongue scraper. Have we discussed this, Jamie, before? We have not, but I've heard there's many benefits. Yes. So, guys, fun fact. So, again, you can, you can probably even purchase them, honestly, super low-key at, like, a Walgreens, whatever near you, pharmacy, Rite Aid kind of thing, whatever you guys have close to you, um, Dwayne Reed kind of stuff, whatever I know is convenient for you. Um, I purchased mine from Thrive Market, Jamie, actually, and I don't think it was that expensive, guys. Like, maybe five, ten bucks, but I've had it for, like, a year and a half now. And what the key is, guys, again, everyone's different. You know, like, I brush my teeth. I brush my tongue, whatever, follow along. But also, guys, even when you use mouthwash and stuff, there's still so much bacteria on your tongue you, like, you can't reach, which I know sounds gross, but it's like it's the fact of life. You know, we have a lot of come in contact with our saliva and things. So it's a tongue scraper. It's really gentle. You kind of just like hold the sides, and you put it to the back of your tongue and pull it forward, and it's kind of like you get like spit on it. I know it sounds so gross, but you guys, it removes a lot of things, and it doesn't smell bad. Like your tongue, you feel fresh. I know it's simple, but like small little perk. I actually, when I was dating a while ago before the virus, I had kissed somebody who, like, honestly, mid-kiss paused and was like, does my breath smell? And I'm like, if you mention that, buddy, you just ruin the moment. And yes, it does smell now that you asked me. You know what I mean? But, like, in general, guys, just cover your butt, get a tongue scraper. They're also making they're helpful because it's actually like an Ayurvedic tool. So it's great, guys. Like, it's like a wellness tool where it's also supposed to be good to kind of remove that extra kind of, not like bad juju from your tongue, but kind of just like, you know, Get rid of guys like there's buildup of stuff when you eat and swallow and whatever. It's just cover your butt, get it, and I'll link it in the notes, guys. So get pumped. All these thrive market goods today. So those are my journey today. I have a lot of like healthy kind of stuff and fun things, but anyways, I'm excited to hear yours. Yeah. Well, I also have a thrive market favorite. Uh, I mentioned a few episodes ago about the unreal almond butter cups. Well, I'm back at you with the I have to, I have to get the, the full name of it. It has like a really long name, but it's basically their version of a Snickers bar. And I, I love the unreal stuff. And what's cool on Thrive Market is, so I did this time I bought a variety pack of three. So I got their version of the Snickers bar, the almond butter cups and their version of an M&Ms. And the thing with unreal is their stuff is supposed to be a lot less sugar than regular candy but the snickers bars were so good and they were the perfect like little treat when i wanted something really sugary and and gross and delicious so very good i love them they come in a, and they come in like a fight fun bright orange uh bag i also didn't know that you could get unreal at whole foods you can also i think purchase their stuff cool. so, I, feel like, I feel like i've seen the packaging before it's like an orangey kind of stripe to it um, it was just like a, it was a solid orange bag, but it, it, it literally looks like a Snickers bar on the bag. Oh my gosh. I gotta look into those. Cool. Yeah. They're so good. Okay. So I have that. Um, going on the topic of food, I also wanted to mention a small business that I went to yesterday here on Long Island. There is a fantastic coffee shop that has come up a few times on my Instagram. Um, when I'm home, I'm trying to trying to try little different new coffee places that I haven't been to yet. It's called Soul Brew. It's in Huntington and in St. James. I went to the one in Huntington and this place is so cute. They had the best cold brew I've ever had. It was so good. It's homemade. They even have a homemade nitro cold brew. Um, they do these really insane flavored lattes. That's what they're known for. But it was so cute, so good, not really expensive. And my mom was like, ooh, they had cute boys working in there. Um, 
<laughs> which they did. I, I'll admit the, the staff was pretty good looking, uh, but they were so nice. And the coffee was, it was really good coffee. So I'm going to be definitely going back there. We'll link their website and we can link their Instagram uh, in the show notes, but I just wanted to give them a shout out. They were really, really, it was really good coffee. You post that. What's the name of the place you said? Soul Brew. Yeah. So, I mean, some of their lattes, like if you go on their Instagram, the, some of the drinks they make are insane. Personally, for me, I hate having like sugary syrups and stuff in my coffee. I'm just not there. Like I used to drink that stuff all the time in college. And as good as it is to me, I'm just like, ugh. Um, but their cold brew with almond milk was divine. It was great. <laughs> uh, okay. And then I want to tell you guys, I'm back at it again with the Netflix recommendations. so so let me tell you the first show i'm so i was so excited when i saw there was a new season is jack whitehall travels with my father travels with my father so oh my god so if you guys have ever watched if you're like me um a great way to relieve anxieties to watch comedy specials on netflix uh jack whitehall is a british comedian and he started maybe two or three years ago this show it, it came up on my netflix's recommendation and i was like this looks funny uh he does he brings his very stuck up british father to these crazy places around the world and they get into weird adventures and his dad is like his dad's kind of odd um but he's a true like like through and through like stuck up rich british man and the things they get into it's hilarious because jack himself is just like he's so weird and then his dad is weird and they do these weird things and it's great it's so funny unfortunately the third and fourth season are only two episodes which i which is really disappointing because the first and second seasons are i think like almost six to ten episodes each but it's a very funny show and i was so excited it came back and then the other one i have if you love trashy tv i'm talking like guys if you've ever watched the only way is essex towie um an amazing, Krista, this is one of the best trashy reality shows you will ever watch. I binged it when I had Hulu. Like, I binged 17 seasons in, like, in a month. This is on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Um, have you ever heard Made in Ch- of Made in Chelsea? It's another. Okay. Okay. So, some of the people, okay, some of the people that, not some of the people, but it's a similar concept. Um, like, Stephanie Pratt was on Made in Chelsea, and she actually dated a guy that was on Towie. They call it Towie. Yeah, I remember you mentioned that to me. Yeah. Okay. That's another, well, that's another good trashy TV show, guys. Get, <laughs> get on the, t- I haven't watched it in years. I can only imagine, but it was one of the best TV shows ever. Okay. There's a show on Netflix. I saw it advertised and I was like, what is this? It's called Yummy Mummies. It is about these Australian mothers to be. It is like the Kardashians, but even trashier. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yummy <laughs> mummies, I can't take this. It's, and it, so this show was based, it, I guess they started filming these women because there was a group of these moms in Melbourne and they started this Instagram account to show that they were like these like rich, beautiful mothers to be. And then this, they find this girl on the first season. She's on the second season, but they find this girl. Her name is um, Maria. Oh my God. Her family was like made for reality television. 
and she's in a different part of Australia and she like comes into the group and it's, oh my God, the whole thing is, it's so good guys. It is so good. There's this girl on there named Lorenska. I love her. I love her. She's amazing. She's hilarious. She's fantastic. I want to be her. So I just love the Australian accent. So it's like, basically it's like a reality TV show, but they're all Australian. It's all, it's all based in Australia. All based in Australia, and it's basically de- the first season. Basically, depicts all of them becoming moms and the outrageous push presence that they get. Um, and then the second season starts like almost two years after they've all had their kids. Um, so, like when the I, at the very end of the season, I guess it, I don't know if it was a season finale. It just kind of ended abruptly. But like one of them becomes pregnant again, and now they're all trying. And I follow all of them on Instagram, and since they've all had like either second or third kids, because the show must have been filmed at least now, maybe four years ago. But yeah, but it's uh, it's 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 great. It's really great. Um, Name. I love it. And then the, just the, and then the last guy I wanted to mention um, was I told Krista this a few days ago, um, but I've been loving this, the publication Business of Fashion. And I don't know if we mentioned this in our in past episodes, but it's really great fashion publication. They do have free articles on there, but if you can, um, I'm really excited about this, but we now have a benefit at work. And also we mentioned before taking advantage of benefits. Uh, we now, my company did a partnership with them and all employees get a professional membership there for free, which I was so excited about because uh, they have some fantastic articles. It's an international business publication, which is really good. So they have some great, great articles and a lot of them you can't access. It's kind of like Women's Real. You can't access them unless you have a subscription. So I'm really excited now that I have all this access to, to their articles. So those are my favorites this week. That's so exciting though, Jamie. Yeah, I know we talked about that separate. But again, guys, like those little perks, man, like they help. And especially like, you know, use them while you can. I mean, again, Jamie, how many different perks we had, even just like as a college student at FIT, that I didn't have time to look at all that. You know what I mean? Like I saw some of it, but it's just like when you're busy with classes, with on-campus activities, and just everything else we discussed before, it's just like, oof. It's good stuff. Oh, love the variety today, guys. Love, Jamie, I love how like weird we're getting in a good way of like our different favorites. I'm so into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank well, you so much for listening everyone i'm jamie again, guys. oh i'm krista again guys episodes come out on tuesday mornings again um apple Podcasts, also spotify also everywhere else where podcasts can be found um but i didn't mean to cut you off jamie but yes anyways just a reminder guys again episodes tuesday morning they drop subscribe please on apple i had someone the other day who said they did not subscribe yet and i'm like yo if you listen please subscribe come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Follow at OMG Stop Pod because we're gaining traction because I made a goof. So, bye, bye, bye. Join the party, friends. We are getting up there. We'll try to figure out some fun new content to keep sharing soon, guys, too. More and more. Some more kind of like stills and maybe little like fun little photos related to topics we discussed in the episodes. So, again, guys, sorry, Jamie. Yes, I'm Krista. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We will catch, we'll catch you next Tuesday. Catch you next. Bye, guys. Bye.